I'm Miss Cassie. I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all got to start, start appreciating. And you got to stop disrespecting this man. You got AJ Brown, who's a legit number one. And you got Julio, who's a legit number one. One of them dudes got to get double teamed. Who going to get double teamed? And whoever gets double teamed, the other one gets the ball. I'm saying this with no pun intended, with full of pride. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Prideful Takes Podcast. It is your boy Pride writing solo dolo today. Got a packed show for y'all. Welcome to Freestyle Friday. Got a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. Obviously, Baker feels disrespected. We're definitely going to get into that. Me being one of his most hype supporters. Going to get into that. Also, Twitter is a very interesting place. Very interesting. So we will figure out some of the wild and bizarre and logical takes from Twitter. Before that, more NBA playing basketball. On Wednesday, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Hornets 132 to 103, and the Pelicans beat the Spurs 113 to 103. Not shocked at all. Um, well, I'm more surprised for the Hornets. Um, I thought this year they would try to take a a step uh, a step up, so to speak. I didn't I didn't think they were going to be um, in the state that they were in now. There were stretches in that game where they looked lost, um, very lackadaisical, um, almost as if the Hornets just thought, "Oh yeah, cruise control, we're going to win." Which, okay, um, it was it was not. A good game um, from the Hornets, especially defensively, giving up 132. Um, but the Pelicans and Spurs, that one, I did see coming to an extent. Um, after reports that he wasn't going to play, Brandon Ingram actually did play. Um, 11 for 19, respectable, giving you a solid 27 points. Jonas Venice Eunice gave you 22. CJ McCollum dropped 32, playing almost 40 minutes. Nathaniel says 4-0, my playing picks, by the way. Listen, hats off to you, man. Hats off to you. I think this play-in, um, in my opinion, was weird. Um, I knew the Nets were going to win. Um, I had the Nets winning. I had the Timberwolves winning. I had the Hornets winning, and then I had the Pelicans. So I'm 3-1, and one, which, not bad. Um, but to go 4-0, that's impressive, my boy. That's impressive. Shout out to that boy, Nate. Uh, but today, the Atlanta Hawks play the Cleveland Cavaliers at 7.30 Eastern time. And then the New Orleans Pelicans play the Clippers 10 p.m. Eastern time. The loser gets bounced out. The winners are the number eight seed. Now, obviously, we all know the elephant in the room. The Clippers do not have Paul George as he entered 
of the NFL, uh, NBA, I'm sorry, the NBA health and safety protocols. We'll get to that in a minute. Atlanta versus Cleveland, this is going to be a very interesting one. Very, very interesting. I'm going to take Cleveland. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself because I'm going to do it and then Atlanta's going to win. I'm going to take Cleveland. And the main reason I'm, I'm confident in taking Cleveland is even though they lost to the Brooklyn Nets, they were scrappy. They fought the whole time. I think they'll, they'll bring some of that into this game. Uh, I, I think the Hawks are just going to burn out. And I think this is going. This is where they take the L. So I think Cleveland wins to be the eighth seed. Game six, however, New Orleans Pelicans versus the L.A. Clippers. That's going to go to the Pelicans. They would have uh, – Clippers would have had a chance if they had Paul George. But, you know, um, again, you had Brandon Ingram coming back. Um, he gave you a very, very solid game, very respectable game. Uh, he gave you 27-11 from 19 from the floor. Jonas Valanciunas gave you 22 points. Um, Sajid McCollum obviously gave you another 32. You got guys here that are buckets. I think it's going to be too much. I think the Clippers get bounced out, which, again, even if the Clippers bounce out, let's 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 be honest here. It won't fully matter. And the reason why I say it won't fully matter is solely because you can make an argument we did not have Kawhi Leonard. If we had Kawhi Leonard, this would be a completely different conversation we're having. However, it's going to be very interesting because I believe last year, the year before last, was pretty much their the best year they would have had. Now it's kind of like they're kind of going into a... I don't want to say a tailspin, but it kind of it is what it is with them. They're really not going to go anywhere. Um, Though the, the, the Clippers will be, let's not get it twisted, they're going to be a playoff team, but it's going to be very, very brutal. Um, it's going to be extremely brutal. But I don't, maybe it's just me. I have, I don't think at all. And again, maybe it's me, but... This Clippers team, they had their opportunity. They had one chance to win it. They didn't have it. So I think from here on out, I think it kind of is it is what it is with the Clippers. Speaking of about it is what it is, that's kind of the attitude that old Baker Mayfield is starting to have with Cleveland Browns. And he said he felt disrespected. Shout out to Baker, by the way. Being honest. Being honest. By the way, so I'm take the Clippers. I don't mess about changing my pick every time I do. I get around, so I'm sticking with the Clippers. You listen. You got the Clippers. I got the Pelicans. Nate, we'll talk about this tomorrow. Nathan, Nathaniel, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But old Baker Mayfield says he feels disrespected. Does he have a point now? This right here is, for a lot of people, they don't like Baker. So you're going to call him a crybaby. Um, you're, you're, you're going to be upset with him for saying what he said. So first and foremost, I'm not mad about a single thing he said. Let me just get that out the way. I'm not mad about a single thing he said. That's one. Two, he does have a legitimate point. 
to an extent, right? Should they have told him? Yes, they should have. 110%. They should have told him. They should have spoken to him and said, hey, what are we doing? Like, you know, give me. They should have told him. Yes. But, 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 but. As much as I love Baker, there's an elephant in the room that I think Baker's people need to approach him with. The quarterbacks that they were looking at, as much as it hurts for you to, to, to for you to know this, for you to understand this, for you to accept it, they're better than you. That, that's just the reality of the situation. Russell Wilson, aside from this one year, which, let's be honest, really wasn't a bad year. It was just more along the lines of injuries. He got injured, forced himself back. It is what it is. Iffy year. Aaron Rodgers, I understand about the whole entire postseason stuff that he's been saying. Whatever you want to spew about him, go ahead. I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan, but he's better than Baker Mayfield. Deshaun Watson. Doesn't matter if you believe he's innocent, whether you believe he's guilty, none of that matters. Strictly speaking, from an athlete perspective, from a football perspective, from an NFL quarterback perspective, he is better than Baker Mayfield. That's just how it is. He's upset with it, but, dude, that's the business side of things that, Nobody likes Shore, but it's the business side that you can't change because, unfortunately, the business side doesn't always come down to you playing your best. It doesn't come down to the stats. It doesn't come down to the outcomes. Sometimes the business part of things just don't line up with certain players. Why do you think you see certain superstars get dealt in any sport? Because um, it just wouldn't fit on the business side of things in terms of how much they wanted to get paid. And they had to go, for example, right now, Debo Samuel. Another one, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray won't even get paid. We'll talk about that in a minute. But he won't even play unless he gets paid on a brand new contract. Unfortunately, sometimes this happens with business. Now, let me just defend him in terms of Baker. From all the people out there who are going to get mad and upset and complain. Baker Mayfield, I don't care what anyone says, is a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. If you don't believe it, you fall into one of two categories. Either you're a complete and utter idiot or you hate him and you don't want to give him any credit. It's one or the other. You could pick. Now, If if I'm not saying you got to say he's going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm not saying you don't got to say that he's a franchise quarterback. Now what I'm saying, but if we live in a world where Ryan Fitzpatrick can continue to get multiple chances, if we're living in a world where people can justify Jimmy Garoppolo getting paid when he gets paid, Baker Mayfield is a starting caliber quarterback. Period. No and ifs or buts. Now. If you don't want to say he's the best, that's fine. No problem. If Davis Mills can be a starting quarterback for an organization. And you're okay with that. 
and you're the same people who says Baker Mayfield should not be should not should be blessed to be a backup. You are the type of people that should just honestly just if you have cable, go cancel. If you have an internet, discontinue your service. It's tough, but Baker did make a point. He did make a legitimate point. His own fans are so eager, so ready, willing, and able to boo him. But let's be honest here. Baker's the best quarterback the Browns have had in a long time. A long time. And and the gap between him and second is vast. It's vast. At some point, you people got to get the hate out your hearts. Free Baker Mayfield. Final topic I want to get into, Twitter. There's a couple of takes I saw on Twitter, which to each their own. There's a couple I saw that I kind of wanted to address, which kind of made me laugh. So the first one I saw, right now, Anthony Edwards is better than James Harden. I'm going to say it one more time. Somebody actually said that right now they believe James Harden is better. Or I'm sorry, Anthony Edwards is better than James Harden. I don't understand why people sometimes... People sometimes just live in the moment a little too much. I think that's really what's going on here. I I disagree. I don't think so. Do I think he's a bucket? One hundred and ten percent. I do think he's a he's a uh, he's a bucket. But I like I said, him being a bucket outside of that, there's nothing he does better. Than James Harden. I don't know who said that, but if I'm one, I'm probably 110% positive that there's a little bit of James Harden hatred in there. Another take I saw, which this one actually I actually had to think about for a minute. Kyler Murray. Somebody said I would not pay Kyler Murray. Call him on his bluff and take your chances. Now, at first, I thought, that's that's crazy. Why would you do that? But I actually took a step back, and I thought about it. There are a couple guys who, you know, there are some guys who are focusing a lot on, the, on what happened in – the final end up in the playoffs, right? When they kind of, you know, bloop or, you know, they kind of fell a little bit. Or not a little bit, a lot of it. Here's where I look at it differently. You would have to be You would have to make sure that whatever if you when you pay Kyler Murray, you're going to have to be confident that He's going to roll there with you, and you can have faith in him in running the offense. Now, 
here's the concern I have right now in terms of old Kyler Murray. With him basically having the opportunity to go play baseball, that's something that, especially again, the lockout is over. And there's a lot of things that the players got that they were fighting for. And if you don't pay him, you need to understand there's a risk. This isn't a guy who desperately needs, you know, you know, there's some guys who desperately need football who are not only just desperately need some guys who grew, grew up and there was only one thing for them and it was football. They went to school for football. Like football was basically it. The problem, the problem, frankly, is that if you don't pay him and if you try to call him on that bluff, he'll probably just shrug his shoulders and go to baseball. It's kind of where things get a little dicey. If you want to take that risk to each their own, personally, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't test them. This is the final take that kind of got under my skin pretty bad. Somebody who immediately deleted it, by the way. So when you delete your tweet, that just lets me know you knew you took a flaming L. Rudy Gobert is the best center in the league. Somebody had the nerve to not only tweet that, double down, and then deleted it. Rudy Gobert is not a top center. And this is just a reality of the situation. See, the problem is, here's a problem with Rudy Gobert. People always want to find the, quote, ray, like dark guy, right? Like the, the diamond in the rough. I would take Carson Wentz when he's playing on an injury over Davis Mills. I agree with you, 110%. Um, greeting Yuki, what they do, baby. But for me, it's – maybe it's just me, man, but I do not under any circumstances believe this dude is, is legit. He's solid, sure. But this whole nonsense that he's supposedly one of the best centers in the league, I never understood that. People are have a surprise Pikachu face when Dave Donovan Mitchell doesn't pass him the ball. But here's the question I'm posing to everyone that no one wants to answer. Why should he? Why? 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 Rudy Gobert has no jump shot. He has no post move. You jump up with him a little bit, and he gets nervous and loses control of the ball. So it's like you got him to, to throw him lobs, sure, and he's there to clean up. So wait, hold on. He's a lob man who's there to clean up. So how does that make you a top center? How? I'm not a fan of Joel Embiid, but... He could score as soon as, like, he could score from wherever. Could shoot the ball from three. He's got a mid-ranger, solid in the paint. He's got good footwork. He can play with his back to the basket. 
Same thing with Carl Anthony Towns. Same thing with, with Jokic. And people want to say, oh, yeah, because he blocks, because, you know, he blocks. I understand that. But just because you're a good blocker, doesn't that does not necessarily mean you're a top player. How many players came out and say Tony Allen was, was one of the players who gave them trouble when he was guarding them? Anyone ever put, he was never even called a star. I don't understand. People always say, oh, yeah, it's because what he gets paid to do. And it's fine if you're if that's what you get paid to do. That's fine. But, again, this goes to if you get paid a whole bunch of money, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a superstar. It doesn't necessarily mean you're a star. He's not a star. He's not. Look, he's not. I just had to get that ran out the way. Oh, man. Because, again, I, I just don't understand why people, why people are just dumb. People are just dumb. Again, I don't want to be that guy, but sometimes, sometimes you you, you just got to do it. Answered a couple questions before I hop off. Guys, says, what are your thoughts on the Kelvin Joseph situation? In case you guys don't know, um, last month I believe there was a uh, shooting that killed a guy, and Kelvin uh, Joseph, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, of course, he was in the passenger seat. Now, his attorney, his attorney said, this is a quote, um, Mr. Ray's death is a tragedy and Kelvin extends his deepest condolences for the family's loss. On the night of March 17th, Kelvin was, uh, was unarmed and was not looking for violence. He found himself in a situation that escalated without his knowledge or consent. Along with the condolences to the Ray family, Kelvin apologized to the Dallas community for being anywhere near this type of incident. The investigation is ongoing, and we intend to respect the process. So, long story short, he was there, but he wasn't there. They said it wasn't his fault. They wasn't trying to do anything. Here's kind of the weird part about it. That is something that is extremely tricky to prove. Nine times out of ten, when a situation like this happens, if you were in the car... You get slammed. Point blank. Period. The only time you ever don't get slammed is if he goes, "Okay, look, I'm I'm gonna basically put all the fault on so and so," and he basically, in essence, would have to snitch. Now, what happened? We don't know. We don't know. Um, in terms of right now, there are some, you know, uh, some some surveillance cameras and all that stuff. As of right now, there's nothing to corroborate, you know, any idea that um, that that Kelvin Joseph was shooting anybody. There's no evidence. There's there's nothing like that. So he's in this weird situation where he's fucked, but he's not fucked. And what I mean by that is, there's nothing proving he's guilty, but there's nothing proving he's innocent. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Obviously, the investigation is still going. We will see what happens. But it's a shame he put himself in that situation. It really is. It really is a shame. Another one from Great Yuki. I heard 49ers fans are sending death threats and racist stuff towards Debo, and I'm sick to my goddamn stomach. Is this who we are now? Like, what the hell, man? Here's the thing, man, and this is just the reality of the situation. They love you until they don't love you. That's just how it goes. Um... I'm I'm one person. Debo, go get your money. Um, and 
I'm I'm the type of person that if you're good, go get your money. And Debo's not good. He's great. Debo can play. Um, I, I uh, Debo, I think I saw it on Twitter that Debo put out a video basically telling people, like, you know, this is what I'm going through. Sad part about it, he's not even threatening to hold out. That's the crazy part about it. Debo's not saying, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to No, he's just like, yo, can I get my money? He's not threatening anything insane. He wants his money. He's been playing like he deserves it. Top five wide receiver of the league. He's giving you production. Now he wants to be rewarded for the production, and now all of a sudden, this is how it is. It might not, listen, it might not matter to certain players, but other players, if if you talk to them like that, they'll shrug their shoulders and say, you know what, I don't care, and they'll leave. We've seen people leave the Philadelphia Eagles because, you know, that rabid fan base would drop the N-word and, and dudes wouldn't like that and they would leave. Same thing with Dallas. Same thing with Boston. We've seen situations where they left because of that. If, if I, the 49ers fan base, bro, the people who are saying this stuff, y'all better get it together. Y'all better, because I'm telling you, once Debo leaves, y'all ain't going to be the same. You That team will not be the same if Debo's not there. Telling them. I'm telling y'all. But Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, it's a wild, wild place. Follow us on Twitter. I pride for takes. If there's any news you guys want me to talk about, please feel free to tag us and we'll get on it. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes and also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Feel free to give us a sub. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Now is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also do have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Takes podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes podcast, and she will take care of the rest. As always, go to www.fatco.com. Use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES. Get 15% off of all your organic skincare needs. And also, your boy's doing Facebook gaming. Pride Gaming 22. I will be going live tonight, 10, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, till however long. Um, I have a whole slew of games. If there's any games you guys are interested in, me playing, feel free to let me know. But that's enough for me. We'll back here on Monday. Talk about more playing basketball. Talk about playoff basketball and whatever else happens. Until then, we'll see you on Monday. Y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh. Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the shoe on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. Two to Shohei Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.